Hey, what's up, everybody? Gunline, gunline, gunline. We got a fire mission coming down. I'm your host, Lopez, and you're listening to the On the Gunline podcast, where we shoot the shit like we did in the field in between fire missions or on our fucking downtime. As always, with me, I got my co host, Lee Hunt. What's going on, Lee Pimpin? Gang, gang. Gang, gang. <laughs> and missing in action still is Urena. Um, he's doing his educational stuff, you know. Got it, but uh, we were able to shoot the shit with him last week, which uh, you know, I got a lot of fucking uh feedback from that shit, but that's nor here nor there, you know, and it's cool, man. But we're not going to talk about that right now, we'll talk about that later on, man. How you doing today, man? Man, it's uh, it's one of the days, man, kind of struggling. I uh, actually made an announcement to y'all to you and okay, wall, yeah, you I was did. uh, decided to stop drinking, and today is day one, and it has been very challenging. Dude, that, not gonna lie that uh it, it is it is a, um uh when it becomes a habit you know it, it becomes part of almost your persona you know what i'm saying so um if you don't mind sharing and let the listeners know out there what uh what got you to this uh to this point where you were like you know what i need to pump the brakes a bit on this fucking alcohol yeah well the main thing is like like i said man like it's it's been i've understand that my drinking has been out of control man like there's times just go first of all if you start buying beer or even liquor early in the morning it's definitely a clear sign that you, you might have a problem but i'm not here to judge because you know i'm saying i did shit too right that's how i'm like noticing like man i might have a problem shit's getting out of control but yeah so like i would get these uh the little kegs the pony kegs mm-hmm. like from from heb and you know it was supposed to keep them refrigerized supposed to have them refrigerized for 12 hours before you use it right yeah refrigerized yeah, refrigerated. Supposed to yeah, supposed to have it in the yeah supposed to have it in the refrigerator for at least ten hours before you start tapping and drinking. Word. And so it, it literally got to the point to to where I was drinking one of those a fucking day, like by myself, man. And it was like, like I it just didn't even taste like beer anymore to me, really, man. Like I would literally sit up and just drink and drink and drink, and I'm like, I can't even feel fucking buzzed at this point. Damn. Like. Yeah, it was that bad. And I know there's people out there, oh, it's just a fucking little keg or whatever. Like, I got it, man. Listen, but if you can drink more than you do, hey, hey, shout out to you. But, like, I noticed that I had to step back. Like, it's time for me to stop. Yeah, man. I mean, and there's a lot of cats out there that, you know, sometimes they don't figure that one out till it's too late. You know, they start getting fucking liver issues, kidney issues. You know what I'm saying? Um, if it becomes part of your day, if you become like a functioning alcoholic, you might have a problem. Now, again, I'm not here to judge. You know what I'm saying? I was in that same motherfucking boat as well. So, I mean, thank God, you know, I was able to fucking, you know, completely cut it out of my life, you know, uh, three years ago, not under the greatest circumstances, (laughs) but, you know, it took an event like that to um, make me realize, you know what, Danny, you might need to pump it a bit and it wasn't you know like i was an alcoholic i still don't consider myself an alcoholic because it's not like i i fiend for it you know like i needed it like my body was calling for it It wasn't like that it was more along the lines of like i was a shitty drunk and anytime i ever made any fucking big mistakes that were fucked up in my life alcohol had something to do with it first article 15 in my fucking military (laughs) you know 2006 baghdad getting fucked up on moonshine you know what i'm saying so so and then you know just long story short alcohol was fucking me up man now do you suppose you were uh taking alcohol you know i'm not playing psychologist or dr phil here but do you think you were um there's a like what was the underlying reasoning for drinking do you know or do you have any idea like i, I really don't know man and like i said it was to the point to where like luckily like i'm self-aware enough to know that like you know this is really starting to get an issue and like i'm not ashamed to, to get help or say listen or right. take a knee and be like hey listen i need help with this problem or even admit that this is starting to become a problem and i need to check myself right you know but in it's like you were saying man it was to the point to where it, it literally was like 10 o'clock in the morning i start drinking man. like straight up I, matter of fact let me let me backtrack that if I had to go to the store or say I want to go to Roses or something mm-hmm. when they start serving their uh, their uh, fajitas at right. 1030 in the morning, you know what I'm saying? I would literally 1030 go get my fajitas, come back and, you know, start drinking. 
God damn. You know, I ain't gonna lie. I mean, that was me on my days off on the weekends. You know, I get myself a 40. Uh, I was the type of motherfucker that I would drink 40s. 40 ounce of MGD all day, every day to the day I die. You know, I love drinking me my 40s of MGD. That was my shit, <laughs> you know. And uh, but there were times, you know, when I'll get bougie, I'll go fucking buy me some Heineken's and yeah. I would get me that little Real. fucking keg you're talking about. You know what yeah. I'm saying? And I would just finish that shit. I didn't wait no 10 hours. I got it straight from the store, put it right in my <laughs> fridge, tap that bitch. Let's drink. You know what I'm saying? When I say let's drink, I mean, I was by myself, you know. So, yeah, man, I could definitely feel you on that. It's um, it for me, you know, it took me a while to sell of self-identifying what my issues were you know i was drinking to feel slash escape but um dude you know uh leaders out there if you notice that your joes are doing that shit a little bit too much because i mean get it part of the culture in military is drinking that's just yeah. it comes and comes with it you know what i'm saying it comes with beard's life <laughs> yeah it really really does you know but i mean are, are the leadership, the NCOs need to make sure that they're fucking keeping an eye on their Joes too, making sure that they don't have a problem. And if so, send their asses to motherfucking, um, what's that shit called now? Uh, such C now. Um, yeah, man, like you, you brought up a very good point, man. I, I, yeah, I just, I went blank. Go ahead. Yeah, I'm just like, damn, so that's that good point. Yeah. <laughs> it's all good, man. But I mean, you know, that brings me to my first topic I wanted to talk about today, bro. It's, um, um, are NCOs really taking care of their soldiers, you know, like NCOs did when we were young fucking, you know, young privates, even bucks aren't, you know, our NCOs looked out for us, I think. So fucking, um, so I think that, um, um, where am I going with this? I got distracted. For <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> so this motherfucker. So no, I want to go back to this thing that I saw on the tick, not on TikTok. I saw it on, on. U.S. Army, what the fuck moment? I think I saw it on um, it was on IG. I was looking at it, man, and um, it turns out that there was a a unit that was out in the fucking uh, an NTC rotation, mm-hmm. and um, apparently some Joe caught a fucking um a Red Cross message, mm. and then apparently the leadership denied that shit, said Trash. negative, you know. And the worst part is, I mean, it's not like this motherfucker was in the box, you know. This motherfucker, they had called Index already. Yeah. I mean, according to what I saw on that text, I don't know how true it is. You know what I'm saying? That's why I'm not putting no units out or anything like that. But um, according to the that website, what the fuck moments, um, the the kid had gotten a Red, a red Cross message and the higher-ups denied it after Index. And, you know, it, it makes me think, bro, like, what what the fuck are they thinking you know what i'm saying i get it you're in the military and um there's there's shit that you can come back from the shit you can't come back from i don't know what the whole purpose of or the reasoning behind the red cross message was was it a fucking close family was it uh you know was it a uh, what's it called uh immediate family you know how you know how they yeah. fucking make those distinctions right yeah, I think they didn't they I think they even included grandma in that. Like I'm hundred percent positive because I've had a Red Cross message when my grandma was still alive and uh I actually got extended. This was uh back in early 2017 before she passed. Oh shit. Yeah, I actually got extended on that. So like damn man, it sucks. <laughs> like like it, one one soldier is not gonna stop a show. If if that one soldier is gonna stop your unit, then you Every leader in there has failed. They failed to train their soldiers, their subordinates. Well, if that unit is if it's dependent on one soldier, they failed completely. I can't I can't go that far, but I'll say that, you know, if it was index already, bro, you ain't doing shit during that time. You know what I'm saying? Send the motherfucker back home. There's no purpose. I go ahead. No, I'll say even if it wasn't index. So say they're in the box, right? So you mean to tell me somebody that's working up in the uh, in the uh, shit? What is that shit called? The CP? They're all the same MOSs. They could have fucking went down there and handled that shit, and that motherfucker could have left. Yeah, I mean, again, I don't know the because there's a lot behind when you get a Red Cross message. You know what I'm saying? Just because you get a Red Cross message doesn't mean you're gonna automatically get it fucking approved. It's all dependent on 
the relationship and like the how close a person is to dying or death, you know, all of that comes into play. So I think that maybe some due diligence needs to get done before putting shit out like that. And then add more to the story. I don't know enough of it. I think it's fucked up. It is, you know, as a soldier, somebody that was a soldier, you know, I know that I try to take, I tried my best to take care of my Joes. There was one field problem where my RTO Warren, um, he, we were out in the field. His old lady was pregnant and, um, she was, a couple, she was a couple of months before delivering, right. Uh, big enough to have a bump, you know what I'm saying? Baby up in there kicking and moving all the way around and all that good shit. Well, I ended up getting, um, a message, uh, cause he called his old lady. He had talked to his old lady. His old lady told him that he, he was going to the fucking emergency room. She went to the emergency room. Come to find out that um the baby had twisted Oof. around. And I'm not sure of the I can't remember the exact details. Warren, if you're listening to this, remind me. But um, anyways, um we didn't really need him out there. An RTO is easy to fuck, it's a quick fix. You know what I'm saying? That's a quick fucking fix. Anybody so, can do this shit. Right. So I mean, I'll fuck around, you know. I can, you know, I can I can repeat shit that's coming out the bitch box. You yeah, know what I'm got, got the mic right here in you. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Shit. <laughs> you know, and that's what tripped me out. Like, you know, um, so I remember I went up to my smoke at the time and or my first aunt at the time, and I told them about what was going on, and they tried to give me a little bit of pushback, like, no. And I'm like, uh, his fucking wife is in the ER right now. That child is has a possibility of you know, the, the, the pregnancy would have had a uh, possibility of termination. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I put my ass on the line. I put my head out, out there on the chopping block because that's what you do for your fucking soldier. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. You know, and fuck, at the end of the day, they were able to approve him and they sent his ass back with the child run and he went to go take care of his old lady. You know what I'm saying? That's the way you're supposed to do it. Go ahead. I, 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 I fought your first son because fuck that commander. The commander, they're not giving the, that first sergeant should have been the one telling that commander, hey, this fucking Joe is fucking leaving right the fuck now. Right. The, the mother is in the hospital, just had to go to the emergency room because of this, you know, something's wrong with the baby. First sergeant should have been like, hey, get your ass in this fucking Humvee. Let's fucking go. Right. Hey, Sergeant Major. Hey, I got a private so and so coming out the field. His wife is in the emergency room. There's an issue with the baby. Roger, first sergeant, tracking. You know, and if it was the first sergeant, I believe it was because I don't recall exactly which one it was, but I believe it was the second first sergeant who was a piece of shit anyway and um, ends up fucking uh, a fucking uh, and he ends up fucking somebody's wife in the unit and knocking her up. But that's another story for another day. Another smoke session, <laughs> bro. You know that that motherfucker. He was a fucking garbage piece of shit. But, you know, it makes me wonder, like, you know, are these NCOs actually taking care of their fucking soldiers? Not only that, are they going up to bat for them? You know, there's a difference between, you know, I don't know. I don't know. I'm not in anymore. But, you know, from what I see, you know, there should have been a motherfucker in there, you know, like, hey, we got to get this going. You know, I don't give a fuck. That's why motherfuckers go AWOL out the field. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That ain't that hard to do. That's why you like, I don't know how much you look on TikTok. That's why you see a lot of these soldiers on here just complaining about shit. And it's unfortunate. Like I said, man, and <laughs> I know you are a, a VB, but like, but it's not really that, man. Like I told, like, well, kind of circling back. Like I said, man, there's, yeah. there's things that I believe should change. There's things that I believe shouldn't. Discipline wise, no, I think it should be discipline. And like you keep saying, those leaders need to be leaders and they need to make sure those soldiers are looked out for. When soldiers are looked out for, your retention rate is going to go up. Plain and simple. Because you know what they're going to be like? They're going to yearn for that same thing that you gave them. They're going to be like, yo, Sergeant Lopez, man, I remember this should happen and maybe change my whole outlook on staying in the Army. Did you, did you have any incidents where you had to stand up or fight for one of your Joes and shit? Man, you know, <laughs> you know what's crazy? You know what's crazy? There's a couple times and Vaguely, I don't remember some of them. There's a funny one that I do remember. <laughs> this soldier, right? This soldier, he we had just got back from our last deployment. Uh, he was trying to do something with his car up here at Ford Automax. They were fucking him over. I sent my sergeant 
mm-hmm. E5 to go deal with this shit. I'm like, uh, hey, man, throw that E5 rank around. You know what I'm saying? Go up there, throw that E5 rank around. Mm-hmm. They come back and they're like, uh, they're not listening to me, man. They keep giving me the run around. I said, oh, they they are? <laughs> I said, okay. I was like, yo. I was like, Habib. No lie, this is Joker's last name. Habib. <laughs> I was about to say, damn. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> yeah. I'm the one with those racial last <laughs> <Yeah>. terms. <laughs> but yeah, this is literally his last name. I was like, yo, hey, come get in my car. <laughs> yeah, right, so, right. Went to motherfucking Ford Automax. I was like, yo, let me speak to the, like, I want to speak to the manager. What do they fucking do? They bring out the brother. They bring out the fucking brother, right? Mm-hmm. I was like, are you the manager? He was like, uh, no, the manager's actually on the phone. I was like, okay, well, I don't want to fucking talk to you. I want to talk to the fucking manager. Y'all yeah. are fucking my soldier over. Like, he wants his fucking money. Give him his fucking money, mm-hmm. right? So they keep on going back and forth with me. I was like, you know what, man? I ain't got time for your shit. I was like, I was like, if this soldier does not have his money by the end of the day, I was like, I guarantee you the news is going to be up here and you're going to have to explain to them why your fucking soldier's over. Right? I was like, mm-hmm. Habib, let's fucking go. Well, fucking, <laughs> we, we're back on post. Habib gets a call. They tell him to come get his fucking money. <laughs> nice. That's what's up, man. That- man I, I was with the act of fool. I was like, man, y'all got the wrong one. I will act a fool, man. I don't give you a know, fuck. I don't know if a, uh, maybe a lot of NCOs, when they got promoted, they uh they they didn't get that uh the authority or understood the authority that comes with that rank sometimes. I mean, I know when I got that first, that first, when I got that rocker, my head was a little heavy, you know, I, 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 I didn't know how much I, I could, you know, get away with and throw that shit around, you know what I'm saying? Test that water a little bit. Yeah, man, I was like a motherfucking bobblehead, just like, you know. Listen, man, we, uh, the 277, man, we had great fucking NCOs. Yes, we did. We did. And it's like, like I was saying, like, uh, so one of my NCOs back in the day, Sergeant Hafala. Oh, Harry, Harry K. <laughs> great motherfucker, man. I love that dude to death, man. Uh, fucking, I was like, damn, man, between him, my smoke, smoke Bowman, mm-hmm. Gunny Bell, I was like, man, I, 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 this is what I want to be. Word. Like, like, I want to be like y'all. You emulated them, you know? Yeah, man. You know, and it's a trip because, you know, they, they were probably the ones that smoked the dog shit out of us when we did the, some fucked up shit, but it was out of love. Man, yeah, because I could, you know who I can see? I can see, like, a couple of people. Q, God rest his soul. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, being like Pete. <laughs> <You know? laughs> right. I can definitely see Q being Pete. Oh shit! You know, uh, goddamn, who's that? Rain being like Nativity. <laughs> mm-hmm. Motherfucking first sergeant Rain, brother. Yeah. God, congratulations to that dude. First sergeant motherfucking Micah Hubbard, bro. You don't remember Hubbard? Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah he, I remember him. A first aren't now too. Yeah, he was I'm over tripping, at the same time I was. I'm just tripping out these motherfucking names. I'm like, damn, wasn't a Hubbard I one heard, of the ones that got busted in the back of the fucking trunk <laughs> coming through yep. the gate? Trump monkey, like, yeah. But <laughs> hey, man, you gotta fuck up the go up. And I'm not saying they fucked up. Nah, nah, nah. It was it was just soldier shit. It was dumb private it was. shit. Yeah, that's all the fuck it was. It was funny. I mean, someone no got hurt. Yep, exactly. Dude, I got a, another question. This this brings me now to the next topic I wanted to discuss with you because I saw some other shit on there on the fucking tickety talk. Apparently, um, some team leaders and squad leaders, I guess that's the same equivalent as a section chief in an ATC, I'm guessing. Or a, a ATC, yeah, we all know it's bullshit. They <laughs> chief and gunner. But um, I'm I'm guessing that's the equivalent to that, you know. Um, mm-hmm. anyways, apparently they had to go clean the barracks and the rooms and shit at some barracks building. Uh, because Sergeant Major went through and the motherfucker was unsat. So he, I guess, made the NCOs go and clean up the motherfucking rooms. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Now, I, I, I saw a lot of shit on there. People talking like, oh, that's wrong. You know, you know and then there was something about there like, oh, if I come back at two in the morning and it's unsat, I'm having 100 percent accountability. So to me, that just sounds like, OK, that's about standard data from when we were cooking privates or when we were coming up, because here's the thing. I I agree with making the section chiefs and their in, uh, the first line NCOs clean those fucking rooms for one fucking reason. They didn't do the fucking checks. Thank you. They failed to do that. Thank you. So How it's their fault. often did they go and check their fucking Joe's rooms? You know what Clearly I mean? they didn't. They didn't check the rooms, the laundry rooms, none of that shit. And guess what? Since you didn't want to do it, now I have to, I have to make you do it. Since you didn't want to make them Joe's do it, I'm going to make you do the shit. <laughs> like, yep. 
and it is what it is. The standard. <laughs> I did that at uh, <laughs> I did that at a JRTC one time. I told the E5s, I was like, yo, man, make them soldiers get out there and police call. First sergeant, oh, this, why is this police call done? Uh, you know what? Don't worry about the first sergeant. I got it. All right, check this out. Now, you E5s are finna get out there and do that goddamn police mm-hmm. call. Like, since y'all didn't want to fucking make them soldiers do it, since y'all were scared to fucking tell them, hey, let's go police call. And all you had to do was go ahead and supervise, pick you up a butt or two, and call mm-hmm. it a day. But now, guess what? Now, I'm finna supervise. I'm going to pick up a butt or two. And call it a fucking day and watch your ass get hot. Exactly. Exactly. And, you know, you got to leave from the front, chief. You know what I'm saying? Leave from the front. And uh, if you don't go out there and inspect your motherfucking Joe's rooms, you are you really a fucking leader or are you just in a position as a stripe wearer? You know what I mean? I mean, Stripes. dude, I check. You don't even have to fucking make it a, a fucking inspection. All you got to do is go and fuck around. Be like, hey, you know, I'm gonna go check my Joe, see how they doing after work. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Go check up on them, have a conversation with them, talk to them and shit, see what they doing after work. And while you're doing it, man, be like, hey, man, you might want to clean up this motherfucking room. You know what I'm saying? This here is unsat, you know, Touch or, a bit. you know what I'm saying? But I guess it goes back to their, when they started giving too much freedom in the bees, as far as like how you can fucking maintain your room, where you can bring your own shit up in there. You don't have to make your bed like you used to. What? You know, I'm saying. Oh, you talking about as far as, like, well, hold up. Motherfuckers ain't making their beds? No, I'm just saying. I, it, okay. When you mean the hospital corners? Yeah, when they're not making them like, you know, I'm just saying, you take that discipline away and what happens? And that's the problem. Like, I think that they should be able to, you know, it's it's your room. It's it your living area. It should be, you know, you should feel comfortable, right? Well, it's and I'm saying it's living area. Well, yeah. You're just, you're just, just written. I think if you want to have like crazy shit on your wall, night, and it's not nothing too crazy, you know, you can have it. If you want to have a nice little aftermarket, uh, bed set had that shit just make sure just make sure it's made make sure your bed's made the fuck up make sure your shoes and that's gonna sound crazy make sure that if they're under the the bed make sure they dress right dress that's too hard nowadays bro you're asking for too much standards now. it's, it's not asking. that hard you know what i'm saying and that's the thing though i mean and <laughs> it, it, all it takes is for one fuck up to fuck it up for everybody you know what i mean why does the army make you fucking do such stupid shit i got you pimp i got you oh you got a call oh nah. my bad no, 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 that wasn't a call. It was a. Uh, we'll get else. on the tickety talk here in a little bit just to let you all know. We're going to get there. Um, that's, that, let's just uh, let's enjoy the conversation. I get it. I, okay, you want to yeah. go on at that time? No, no, we got about it. We got a few more minutes. I just. Oh, yeah, to... brother. I still got a, a lot of topics I want to hit before we go on there because I want us to be feeling the vibe. Flowing. Yeah, nice and loose. <laughs> so just to let you all know, we're going to start doing this segment with, uh, with Hunt and his TikTok. Where you know I'm not gonna go ham like I did last time to get them fucking <laughs> yeah. but not nah, like you know we would like to have your feedback. So you know if you want to go on there, it's gonna be on Tuesdays. It'll be at 7:45 p.m. that he's gonna go live Central Time, and you know you could join us there at King Virgo 82. Yes, at TikTok. You know what I'm saying. So right now we're gonna go on there in a few minutes, and um, and we'll just do some conversation and. Kind of, I, I'm just going with the refrigerizing that he was going. Yeah. With. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But yeah, man, I think this is like uh, the, the whole dress, right? Dress thing. And then, and here's the thing too, right? So I had a soldier, he, his shoes weren't under his bed, but what he did, he decorated kind of like his wall mm-hmm. where it had the shoe box. Okay. You know, like one shoe would be in the box. The other one would be on top of the box. Right. And so I was like, okay, your shoes are put up. It's nice. I understand you. You're, it's not clutter. It's not a fucking right. clutter. You know what I'm saying? And he did have his like his PT shoes and his boots dressed right dress under his bed. So I was like, okay, this looks dope. Your right, bed's right. all your, your room straight. No, I, I had no argument. Well, that's the thing, man. A lot of motherfucking uh, kids out there. I call them kids because that's what they are. A lot of them. They they just go to the room like it's a fucking conic slam right out of the field. They slam everything <laughs> yeah. up in that room. Got fucking TA fifty all over the place. Pizza boxes and you know how ain't they embarrassed to try to bring a female over there? You know what I'm saying? Trying right. to get a little chon chon at night. You yeah, know, man, your roof stank, bro. So it just, I don't know, just shit like that was tripping me the fuck out when I saw that, man. So I was just wanting to get your point of view, see what you thought about that. You know, um, is it wrong that that Sergeant Major made those NCOs do that? What do you think? No, I think that Sergeant Major was definitely right for it because he's teaching them a lesson. Yep. Like like we've been saying, man, they failed to do this. They knew that was their, they, that was their job. 
that Chief failed to make that uh, team leader, his right-hand man, do those checks and report back to him. And then him do the spot checks. Just and pick a random room. Because like you have, what, six to eight guys in a section or whatever? Mm-hmm. Soldiers. Okay, so, hey, hey, Chief, hey, the room's been checked. All right, well, cool, man. I'm finna just go do a spot check real quick. Check one fucking soldier, random soldier. Because you, you just told me the shit was done. And so now, if you lied to me, now I'm finna hem your ass up. Oh, and that's a fact because, you know, we can delegate what? We can delegate authority, mm-hmm. but we can't delegate responsibility. The responsibility ultimately is us. Yeah, so. to make sure them shits, because first time's going to be, hey, chief, why didn't this shit get done? Man. You know, I told so-and-so to do it. That's What the fuck? Why did you go in and check on them? Why didn't you? I was like, ah, oh, God. Bro, after a field problem, all right, I had to go do my, what are they, the dash force? Is that what they were? The, the paperwork? Yeah, the record of fire? Yeah, I had to go do those things, right? Take all my paperwork. Section, yes, make sure y'all fix up my gun. You know, this is Fort Stewart time in one nine. I tell my gunner, hey, make sure this shit spot this. You know that um, they're going to come and do a motherfucking walkthrough. First, the first aren't going to come through. Then the commander, they're both coming through in here. Make sure it's clean. I got you, chief. I got you, chief. Don't worry about it. All right, man. I'm trusting you. I go away. Go do my thing. You know, come back over. Hey, man, is, is it good? He's like, it's good, chief. Like, All right. Section, damn, hooray, press. So we go into the motherfucking gun. Tell me why I find a motherfucking spit bottle in one corner. Mm-hmm. I find another motherfucking bottle full of sunflower seeds. Mm. Primers, expended primers in another mm. fucking corner. In one of the ottoman trays. I'm like, motherfucker. My first arm's looking at me. You call this clean Lopez? You call this clean Lopez? Like, I got it first arm. And they started grabbing all that shit, put it in my pocket. You know, they were just small deficiencies, but they're deficiencies. Yeah. They're not small. You know what I'm saying? Not the first Sergeant Neely. Oh, Melvin G. Neely, he didn't fucking play. So um, yeah, I grabbed all that shit and I'll, I'll take care of it first Sergeant Tuesday. So he, we got out. Uh, my gunner at the time, uh, he ended up cleaning up that motherfucking thing. And uh, the other Joes just got to hang out in the front since, you know, he wanted to go ahead and lie to me because he probably took the Joes' word. And then yeah. um, go behind them. But I get shit on. You know what I'm saying? So anyways, I just I, I just remember that type of shit. And um, ever since then, I had to go back and fucking, you know, I had to go and spot check him to make sure that shit was done right. But yeah, man. So real quick, before we go live on the TikToks, I do want to uh, circle back real quick on some. I put out earlier, like what they wanted us to talk about here on the tickety talk. So before we go on to the TikToks, I mean, on the fucking podcast. So we go before we go on there, hunt. Um, some of the, the listeners want to know what the fuck do we think about the Russia Ukraine inf- incident that's going on? <laughs> and what do we think of uh, Biden's response? I'll let you go first. Um, all right. So I understand how people feel about Biden and everything. Um, let, I'm, I, I Honestly, I think that he's showing that he is standing with the UN and the European countries, right? Now you're saying, what is his response? One, they are moving people in. Let's, they, they were already there, now they're just throwing their uniforms on, right? The sanctions are one thing. Now we can't retaliate you know, with like bombs and this shit until if they start doing something. We can cripple, finish crippling their economy. We can cripple like his as oligarchs, we can make it financially hard on them, right? As much as we want to. You see, Germany already was like, hey, fuck that Nord Stream 2. We're not fucking with y'all no more. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I, I just think that they're right now, they're on path. If they keep moving and advancing, then yes. Uh, I hate to say this, brother. Uh, I'll, I'll finish your thought right now. It kind of reminds me of the Obama red line. You know, if you fuck, this is our red line gassing your people. That red line was crossed and we didn't do a motherfucking thing. So these motherfuckers, like yesterday, he showed up with his nonchalant, I don't give a fuck attitude, sat down, <laughs> signed a Pulled blank balls piece of out. Yeah, yeah, that motherfucker said, fuck around and find out, Biden. And then he signed a fucking piece of blank paper saying, guess what? We recognize those motherfuckers as fucking little ass countries of their own. And we're going to defend their asses if they need help. So... Yeah, he just, uh, that motherfucker just said, gotcha, bitch. Played Hungry Hungry Hippos and grabbed those motherfuckers and said, mine now, bitch. And what do we do? Well, what do you want us to, what, what would you think would be Honestly, the proper thing to do? 
Yeah. What do I think what the U.S. response should be? Mm-hmm. Mind our own fucking business. Mind our own fucking business. All right. Let the U.N. handle that bullshit. Let uh, the European Union handle that bullshit. It's not our fucking job to go and police the motherfucking area. It's not. We got enough problems as it is here in the United States to be worried about another motherfucking country. Russia's going to do what Russia's going to do. You know, I even heard some shit. They were trying to blame it on Trump, bro. They were trying to go back and say, oh, it's Trump's fault because you can like, really? Come on, MSNBC. You stretching <laughs> See, that bitch out. But um, yeah. nah, you know, Marcus. whoever's in fucking charge, they're the ones that fucking take the. I think, in my opinion, mind our own fucking business. All right. There's a European Union there for a reason. You know, they're afraid of the fucking Russians with their outdated motherfucking munitions and their fucking hundreds of thousands of fucking bro. The, no, listen, you the, got it. They're, they're fucking super hypersonic weapons are not outdated. I'm just saying the European yeah, Union should be able to handle that business. It's none of ours. Should, man. You know, what NATO I'm saying? is NATO. NATO has a heavy presence over there anyway. Uh, they should be able to. I don't think that we should. I think that we are doing the right things as far as sending non um defensive capabilities over right. there man like i don't what? think like russia's been bullying motherfuckers for years like the javelins we've been sending them shit ton of javelins over there like the javelins will fuck up their tanks but yeah i don't but uh i don't, don't want to see american troops involved exactly we already we just got out of a 20-year fucking piece of shit Quite you know what i'm saying we're barely getting fucking over this one you know and honestly it's just not worth it for us you know, it, it, it isn't. It's the European Union's fucking problem. Handle your business. You know, I think we need to focus on our own fucking home. You know, how can you fix up somebody else's house if you ain't taking care of your own first? That's yeah. just my opinion. So I think, too, it's going to be a cat. I do think it if if it does escalate, despite China saying that they do recognize Ukraine mm-hmm. having their own sovereignty. Uh, I was talking to another friend of the podcast uh, lives same city as you. Word, word. And uh, we were talking about that. He was like, man, fuck China. You know what I'm saying? That's the front. Look what they're doing to Taiwan. Don't believe shit they say. Mm-hmm. I was like, yeah, you're right. You're absolutely right. But I do believe that if it happens, China's going to use that as an excuse to go ahead and try to fuck up Taiwan. And, and then, they just sent like a couple of jets not too long ago, last month, danger close in their airspace. You know what's crazy, man? I mean, if they really wanted to fuck us over, they could do so on three different fronts. Korea, China, Ukraine, and Russia, and Europe. We'd be spread thin. <laughs> so um, I hope that answers y'all question um, to the person that fucking sent in. I appreciate your, uh, you know, your question. Another one wanted us to discuss um, what were some of our favorite shenanigans that we did out in the field? In other words, what type of. Sh- yeah. You know what? Fuck it. Let's go ahead and do it, man. We're going to come back. We're going to circle back to y'all motherfucker. You know what? We'll ask these on the well, TikTok. Yeah. The, oh, I don't even think it. It's still not gonna let me go live. It says um, due to violations. Until, yeah, it should because it's already passed thirteen hundred. Like, nah, this motherfucker finna let me go live, man. I think <laughs> it's gonna. It's about to. Oh, okay, too easy. So, no, it's yeah. still not. <laughs> Damn. See if I can view these details. Well, why he's reading the he's For viewing the details. behavior. And um, again, that was my fault, you know, and. Eventually, if my TikTok grows enough, I'd love to go fucking live. Apparently, you can't go live until you have like X amount of motherfucking followers. So go on to the fucking Tickety Talks and follow me. I think it's on the Gunline podcast or OTGL podcast. I'm not really 200% sure on that. But um, how did one of the other questions that we received was how did we entertain ourselves out in the field? Oh, not in the field, on deployments. So my bad, man. My bad. To the listeners out there, my apologies. This would have been a good fucking segment. But next week, next week, hopefully we'll be good, right? Yeah, it Maybe. should be. And if not, should be we'll do it on fucking Facebook next week. Okay, so you figured how to do that out? Fuck no, man. I don't have to do that. Oh, but I can go live on Facebook. Right. That's all I'm saying, man. You, you Matter of fact, oh, let's see if we can try that out. But um, so how did we entertain ourselves during deployment? That's a very, very good question. Um, Well... We would wake up early in the morning and then uh, go on mission. And then uh, when we got back, we played a lot of Halo on my first deployment. Um, I remember Weimert, uh, Sarah Weimert, 
had the PlayStation. Oh, not the PlayStation. What the fuck that shit called? Xbox. Xbox. Yeah. And um, so he was fucking connecting Xbox with other Xboxes. And everybody was connecting their Xbox and we're playing Halo. There was a lot of Halo being played and a lot of porn, a lot of porn being watched. <laughs> you know, what, what did you, how did you entertain yourselves, man? Uh, first so of all, we're talking about that first, man. Huh? Uh, on your first deployment, how did you guys entertain yourselves? Oh, that shit was horrible, man. Like, it was just us. So, like, well, we had, like, the portable DVDs and shit. So, we got, like, the little Haji movies of that. Uh, that's why I learned how to play chess it and shit. Uh, yeah, man. But on that deployment with y'all, man, it was pretty much the same thing, you know. Except that time, you know, I was advanced, had my little TV and shit, mm-hmm. the little the little hockey shop that was right there. Everybody's always getting the DVDs and shit, so yes, we popped right there, man. And you know, one of the game, another game, loved to play was Risk. Loved to play Risk. Played Risk a lot. Risk and Monopoly would start some fights. Always <laughs> get some of them shits, man. Well, I mean, I, I think that one thing we learned uh, was you and boxing don't go very well. I mean, it don't. That was. <laughs> that was like dislocated like a motherfucker. Yeah, man, tried to hit him with that uh, that Ryu. That's another thing we would do. We would uh have fights, you know, not fights per se, but uh, you know, we would have a uh, boxing matches. You know, it depends. Not everybody's deployment you know, uh, was equally the same. So, I mean, you had other motherfuckers that were probably out on cops that didn't have shit, you know, they were on a fucking OP somewhere. Uh, we happened to be lucky and we're in the old bath fucking party house or palace. So it was pretty fucking cool. And um, we had to come down there and all that good shit. So, you know, how did, um, how about you, my listeners out there, man? How did you guys fucking entertain yourselves? Uh, aside from the usual porn, and and the um and dude, I'll tell you what, the Haji shop, they got me, bro. I, I went to buy that movie, I think it was called uh it was the United Flight because about 9-11, like flight 90 Fahrenheit 9-11 or huh? Was it Fahrenheit 9-11? That's what ended up no, it wasn't Fahrenheit 9-11 that was in it, but it was a fucking conspiracy theory fucking video on there, man. What the fuck was that shit? I don't know. I think you're talking about yeah. that conspiracy theory shit. Man. It, it had some Alex Jones shit on there. <laughs> it was telling me about fucking how the the fucking the government brought down the buildings and shit. I'm like, my eyes are just like, what the fuck? <laughs> yeah. Dude, and I'm like, I, I wanted to see fucking, you know, this movie about 9-11, but now you're showing me how 9-11 happened. Damn, that's fucking crazy, crazy right? We, we, I, I, God damn it, it's gonna bug me until I figure out the name of that movie. But it's crazy because you know, <clears throat> standing where we bought the actual movie, they were like, Oh, you thought you were gonna see this shit? Got a <laughs> site? You ain't gonna learn about what we did, y'all, motherfuckers. <laughs> Hell no, we're gonna tell you what the CIA did, actually. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, this is me just still trying to see if I can. Yeah, it's definitely, I think it's just definitely going to have to be next week for sure, man. Yeah, man, we'll just do it next week, bro. It's all good because it's fucking up the audio, too. So next week, for sure, listeners, make sure you're at 745 Central Time listening or going to King Virgo TikTok. Oh, King Virgo 82 TikTok. All right. And um, that way we'll go ahead and have our conversations there and talk. I'm hearing my echo for some reason. Anyways, so with that said, another one of the they're coming out. How's that? I know it's probably loud as fuck. Oh no, you sound better. Okay. You just ain't gotta talk so loud. But um <laughs> but uh with that said, uh one of the another one of the questions that we got out there, man, was um let's see. Okay, back to the favorite shenanigans and shit out in the fucking field. Like what was some of the shit that uh that mother like fuck fuck games per se, you know what I'm saying? Well, I don't know if it's fuckful games, but I do remember this one thing, like, um, you know, we had to, and not so much even the field, I'm going to take it back to when we had Black Gate Guard, right, uh, one of the games we used to play was like, uh, start, you got to name movies all the way from A to Z, a movie, a name a movie that starts from A to Z, so, one way to try to stay awake, <laughs> okay. shit. Okay, so that goes back to how we kept ourselves entertained. So yeah. you know, this question is, what kind of shit that we used to pull on other motherfuckers, like practical joke type shit? So, for example, uh, 
one of the field artillery's most famous tests is what? The boom test. The motherfucking boom test, baby. I got troubled by a certain first sergeant. No. Oh, man, this motherfucker froze on us. God damn it. Oh. Oh, man, I froze. All right, there you go. Now you're good. You need a, man, come on now. Let's go, T-Mobile. We're working. <laughs> so a uh, certain first sergeant that became a sergeant major. I know who yeah. you're talking about already. Yeah. Got pissed at me, man, because, like, I, I told my bride to go get some shit. And, like, he just got in my ass. I was all type of piece of shit in COs. I was like, damn, man. You know what? He's retired now. His name rhymes with lanyard. And um, all no, he's, actually, he's a cool dude, man. I talked to him. Uh, but obviously when he retired, uh, talked to him, kicked it with him. Uh, kind of got in some trouble. He had my back on some shit while he was still the first sergeant. Oh, that's what's up. So, but yeah, man. But he still got my ass for that shit. Oh, dude, like when um when five eight two went to replace us over there at Fob Gambury, um, in, in yeah in Afghanistan, they came to. Re- oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They came to replace us over there in two thousand and twelve. Go figure. Every time I got replaced was by y'all motherfuckers. But, yeah, that's <laughs> But yeah, uh, so he shows up and like, oh, this is that uh this is that young private I was telling you about that I had back in the day in my unit when the private it's Staff Sergeant Lopez. I think it was a Sergeant Major already at that time, too. Yeah, he was. He was a Sergeant Major. Yeah, man. I mean, he was a pretty cool cat, man. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, he used to for a little ass dude, he was an intimidating motherfucker, man. Uh, yeah, <laughs> that little sergeant, little man complex going. That's why you know he yeah. he is what Cruz would have turned into if Cruz <laughs> stayed on the gun line. Yeah. <laughs> it was stayed in. Hell <laughs> yeah, definitely, definitely would have been Cruz. Hey, was it him that would have that little spit that would yeah. that would talk with us? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, man. I remember Smoke Norwood would have that shit too when he would be chewing us out. Yeah, when he get a little bit too mad, start pulling him up. God damn! <laughs> God damn, man. That's what I like about these questions, man. You know, sometimes they they help us like reminisce on shit that we ain't thought about in a while. Another question was, how were nicknames thought up? I don't remember anyone having really nicknames except for my chief, which was Tank. That was about it. Other than that, K-Wall, you know, no one could pronounce K Wall's name, so it was just K Wall or K. Okay, yeah. Well, that's because, you know, shit, Smoke Norwood called him Kawasaki. <laughs> <laughs> like, funny shit. I thought I'm going off real quick, right? The funniest shit would be between him and Cruz. Like, just their fucking competition, man. That shit was like the funniest shit ever. Either who had the shiniest boots or, or whatever, whose uniform looked the best. <laughs> the funniest shit was <laughs> when Kawasaki would go on fucking Freeman. We ain't talked about Freeman in a long time on here. So <laughs> the free bots. <laughs> free bots, baby. Oh man, if you're a longtime listener, you know who Freeman was. Freeman was uh one of our one of the privates that was with me. And um this gentleman uh had a fucking book about creating robots for war. They were called the free bots, all right. This is the only person that comes in late to work. Because he was randomed at the gate, yet the motherfucker lived on post. This is the only motherfucker that comes to work with, with oh my god, what was it? With boots? Yeah, tell dudes for PT. Well, <laughs> 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 I felt bad for this dude. Like, like man, listen, I know I've been in a situation where I had to, you know, kind of move out of one spot, move to another, and I had to get my shit together. Yeah. But Buddy literally had his third row seat van seat in his fucking trailer as a couch. I'm like, bro, you living bad, guy. Did motherfucker go AWOL while living on post? Man, Freebot did some kind of all type of shit, man. Yeah. I'm case probably gonna this shit not concentrating. That motherfucker <laughs> was fucking special. Goddamn, it pisses me off, man, because honestly, that was a, uh, a lot of my time that I was going to try to suck up with a uh, was going to be with like these questions would have been perfect for the TikTok. So I want y'all to keep bringing them on so we could ask them on the TikTok 
And, uh, you know, we could get that interaction with each other. You know what I'm yeah, saying? That live interaction and whatnot. Yeah, man. I mean, that's what we need, I think. And, um, dude, uh, another question that came in from the comments is uh, they wanted us to talk about uh, your, oh, this one's a bit on the deep side, which um, always is, should be first and foremost for anybody that's having any fucking mental health issues and that's you know during your transition out you know set yourself some real expectations and seek the help that you need if you need it okay uh don't be one of those fucking pussies that go out there and uh just clog up the va system because you want to get paid actually you know don't be a asshole that makes it difficult for that homeless vet you know what i'm saying that's trying to get the help that's all yeah. you know take care of your mental health <laughs> two stories real quick go ahead baby there's a guy on tiktok i follow his name is uncommon breed i think we talked about him before yeah uh man if you go if you have time go look at what he just posted man about that because he said something the same thing like i said dude is total badass anyway like bro yeah, yeah. <laughs> just, but he was like you know there's people that legit you know, went to basic or whatever, got out, got hurt, and they're getting 80, 90%. He was like, that's the people I'm talking about. He's like, people that have actually been in for a long time, that, that medical records show that they are hurt. You know, they got like MRIs, x-rays, and show like, you know, there's mm -hmm. been, they have de degenerated, de their discs are fucked up. Yeah, that's fucked up. They had to have, you know, knee surgery while they were in. He's like, people like that, he's not talking to that had to get the med boards because of their bodies just broke on them. Right. He's like, I'm talking about them day one privates that came in here. It was like, oh, I have a plan. I'm going to use this and whatever. Right. But listen, like you said, man, get the help. Yep. Uh, nothing wrong with it at all, man. There was a lot of, there was a general. Can't remember his name, man. Uh, they remember that? It was years and years ago, man, that a mortar hit on a, in Missoula and that, that defect. Oh, no, that was a suicide bomber in the defect, wasn't it? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, yeah. And um, the general talked about how that fucked him up and how he had to go get help, man. There's no shame in getting help, man. There isn't. Um, There isn't. There's, There's shame. Like, if you don't get help, you're going to just fuck yourself up. You're going to fuck your career up. Yep. Like, just, just get the help. If, if you need help, get the fucking help straight up. You know, and, you know, look, man, um... I've been fucking uh, open about this shit. I started fucking going to group therapy. I go every Thursday to o'clock in the afternoon. It's while I'm at work. The VA has shit to help you out, man. You know what I mean? If you don't want to fucking do that, it might take some time to get you in with a one-on-one. -on -one. But honestly, this group shit, I think, is better for me at this time because what I'm getting out of it personally, what I'm getting out of it is I get to talk with other veterans, and it's funny because... I'm better at giving them, you know, like advice or, you know, um, different points of views than I am at taking it. You know what I'm saying? Like, why can't I take my own fucking advice? <laughs> I mentioned that, you know, to my shrink and I was like, dude, she's fucking fine as fuck too, dog. I, oh my gosh. Hi wife. I was just talking about you. Whatever. What's up? She just threw my fucking pack of Newports at me. I didn't see it. Didn't see nothing. <laughs> She's spousal abusing me. <laughs> but yeah. So, anyways. All right. I was talking about how beautiful you were. Wasn't I just saying about how beautiful this woman was? He was literally he was talking about like how beautiful you are and how thankful he is. Thank you. Oh, that's too bad. I'm wearing the headphones. <laughs> Anyways, all right. Off the gun line. I already had one woman on the gun line this week. <laughs> I'm joking. All right. Thank you, hon. But um, so, uh, probably about another 15. I know. Just give me 15 more minutes. All right. You still getting my money? And they wonder why we miss being deployed. <laughs> but yeah man that fucking doctor was fine as fuck dog god she is pretty she's got a pretty face young 
Lynn probably got an ear up to the door right now. Yeah, but she still think I'm talking about her, so it's all good. <laughs> but no, nah, man, you know, um, the cool thing is there's about eight of us that show up, and we just discussed talk shit. There's not like a topic that we have, which I thought it was going to be more like that. Like, here's a topic. Let's discuss this. This is more about, you know, she's making you analyze shit, and I don't like it personally because I've already gone through that type of treatment. It's called something behavioral treatment cognitive i think it is something like that and i did that already and uh, i wasn't my cup of tea but i'm not gonna ruin it for everybody else you know what mm-hmm. i'm saying and honestly i gotta keep this going because i gotta fucking prove to the va that i am trying to get fucking help you know what yeah. i'm saying so also um also also that just take care of your mentals man and don't don't rely on alcohol lean on your fucking battles lean on your fucking homies you know I know myself, along with Hunt, along with Kowalczyk, along with Dowden, you know, we, Moya, a lot of my old friends, you know, we still keep in contact by text message, you know, and I haven't text messaged Moya in a while, and just out of the fucking, out of nowhere, I just decided to hit him up, like, hey, man, how you doing today? What's been good with you, you know what I'm saying? Just to catch up, just to fucking catch up, man, but. Yeah, Uh, I talked to Diaz not too long ago. Word. He actually hit me up too. He called me while I was asleep, though, so I couldn't answer. But yeah, how's that food doing? Good, man. He's good, man. I talked to him. Talked to Gonzo pretty regularly. Right on. And oh, Diaz sent me some pictures too, man. Those are pretty fucking badass. I appreciate that, Diaz. Uh, I know we're talking about people y'all have no idea about. So um, yeah, just throw random names out there. Yeah, they're just fucking random ass names. The only one random name that I want to fucking hit me up: Thrill Kill, Brandon Thrill Kill. Hit me up, brother. Let's get on this podcast and let's catch up. There's a lot of motherfuckers that want to get uh get to catch up with you. See how you're doing. I do have an awesome shoot the shit coming up. So for my <laughs> listeners out there, uh, this week's shoot the shit will be with my first ever female 13 banger. She will be. That's gonna be dope. It it was something. I don't know if dope <laughs> is the name because I recorded it last night. So mm-hmm. um long story short, she hit me up um after listening to the, the last one I did with Urena. And um and I think that all spun off from the previous uh midweek memo where you and I got, you know, a little well, I got a little bit over fucking excited and got you suspended, but um no, she reached out to me on the fucking um, on the Facebook and on the on the Gunline Podcast Facebook page. Go make sure you go ahead and like it. And mm-hmm. um, and she reached out and asked me, you know, and, and said, "Hey, I'd like to come on there with a friend, female thirteen bangers. I want to go ahead and um talk to you about your fucked up views or something like that." Like <laughs> she didn't say fucked up views. She used a different word, like you know, like political word, like a uh, messed up. Well, I can't remember what word it was. And I was like, no doubt. You know, and I was like, no doubt. You know what I'm saying? I have. Why? Why am I not going to have her on the line? You know what I'm saying? So she came on last night. We were actually just going to test it to see if a Zoom was going to work. And one thing led to another. And boom. So, uh, yeah, this weekend, look out for that podcast with uh, Sergeant Jordan Wallace. She is now out of the fucking um, out of the army. And um, she's going to tell us her story of joining the army, being in the fucking uh, military as a 13 Bravo, the shit that she saw, the the treatment and, you know, the ups and downs of it. You know what I'm saying? So I think it's a, it's a good story at the end of the day. Um, did she change my mind about my views? I guess I'll have to find out or watch it, man. <laughs> yeah, stay tuned. Stay tuned. But after that one. The following week, I got another shoot the shit for anybody that was in 277FA back in 2005. Oh, man. 2006. If y'all remember, there was one, one very highly spiritual, (laughs) God-fearing NCO who was quoted as saying, Jesus doesn't go out to the field. (laughs) (laughs) sergeant landis will join us on the gun line i'll be uh interviewing him this weekend and i'll be dropping that out the following weekend so um 
Oh, K Wall's favorite nightmare. Oh yeah, Kowal's, you know. <laughs> but you know what? That's another NCO that was great. You know, it, oh, just, yes. it just shows you how leadership makes great leadership because his chief was my chief, Sergeant Taylor. So Staff Sergeant Taylor brought up fucking, you know, old Chuck Landis. You know what I'm saying? So just greatness makes greatness. You know what I mean? And um, we just had great fucking NCOs, man. Great fucking NCOs that took care of us. As long as you weren't a shitbag. Because if you were a shitbag, they would try to smoke you to get right. And if you didn't get right by getting smoked, there's only one other fucking, uh, one other fucking, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, Corrective training. There's only one other alternative. Get the fuck out. You know? Yeah. Bye, motherfuckers. So, dude, I got a question for you. Mm-hmm. And I'm going uh, to shoot this out to, this will be a good topic, I guess, if anybody wants to give us any feedback or let us know. Um, how do we feel about people that go AWOL during time of war or people that, you know, what's called desertion, right? Wasn't that punishable by death at one time? Yeah, I think that was especially during the height of the the like world the wars. Yeah, the world then the world wars. I think I don't know if they kill anybody, but uh, listen, there's no need to desert, man. Like, be a deserter. War's scary. Being deployed for the first time is scary as fuck. I don't care who you are. Yep. It's nerve wracking. And the second, and the third. <laughs> yeah. It's just not as scary, but your odds of getting fucked up have gone down that much more. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, it's there's no need for it. Like you knew what you signed up for. Yeah, just now I think you hire being whoever you believe in. Pray that you bro, come back and get out. How many atheists became motherfucking God fearing people when we deployed? I <laughs> swear to God, I saw so many people that I never seen pray in their life. We'd be in the defect, motherfuckers praying before they eaten. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> motherfucker. Now, right? <laughs> Weren't you walking around with like fucking satanic shit all over you? Yeah. Now you talk about Bible thumping. Come on now. But uh, oh, well, I'm gonna give some replies as to what are things people would change from the army. All right, we're gonna end it with that for tonight. Is that cool? Yeah, that's cool, man. That was the last thing we had talked about on the last fucking podcast, and um, I asked for your feedback you brought it back to me and if y'all got more keep on sending it you know what's one thing you would bring back or change in the military all right so one that i heard was uh getting the shit smoked for hours he says he would love to see that come back and he has a story to go with that so i'm gonna go ahead and fucking uh go ahead and read that real quick all right if y'all just bear with me, I'm not the greatest motherfucking reader here. Uh, but let's see. This came from one of our listeners um, from the Instagram. And I appreciate you for sending this, man. I, I made sure I asked him if it was cool for me to read it, too. You know what I'm saying? I'm not mm-hmm. going to read y'all shit on here without asking you first if it's cool. So anyways, he said, hey, in terms of the shit they should do to fix the army, bring back getting the shit smoked out of you for hours. I was a knucklehead when I first got to my unit. Showed up late to a Saturday detail once because I was hammered and slept through my alarm. That Sunday, I got the shit smoked out of me for like eight hours. Let me tell you, in the long run, that shit helps square you away better than Article 15 if you're all jacked up. And, you know, I I, want to agree with that. I, I think that if smoking the fuck out of somebody doesn't get somebody right, you know, some people need that, you know, some people need that type of fucking uh, motivation. If you they need that tough love. Yeah, man. Uh, especially knuckleheaded motherfuckers, you know. Yeah. They should smoke you. I think that smoking should come back. Just make sure they have some water. Make sure they have water source there. Right. I mean, didn't we all knew what we were getting into? Hell, some of it was because of that we joined that. We joined because of that. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, for a discipline. We wanted to be tough, right? We see that shit and we wanted to be tough. So that would be one of the things to be brought back. Another one was, and I love this one, bro. I, I fucking love this one. But he says, go back to BDUs. That'd wow. make a lot of people have to tighten up. Well, they already they already got the pinky rings. They might as well go back to the BDUs. Go back to BDUs, iron starch, 
and shined boots, bro. And then he ended it by saying, the best damn feeling in the world was putting on that fresh uniform. No lies detected. Bro, I remember putting my arms through that motherfucker. You just hear, you know what I'm saying? The best thing was getting that day off. That Monday off. <laughs> oh, my God. Funny story about that shit, man. One day, I remember for uh, for Smoke Norwood's Monday motherfucking morning, uh, he starts asking, you know, pulling motherfuckers out like, hey, uh, what's the tolerance on the infrared and micrometer test? What's this? What's that? You know what I'm saying? And I remember he picked me and he asked me a question. I got out there. So he would pick one out of each section, right? And then he goes up and he starts asking a question like current event, right? So mm-hmm. he's like, uh, Lopez, what you got for a current event? Like, Britney Spears is pregnant. <laughs> what you say, Britney? Get your ass back in there. <laughs> I should have said something about the Cowboys. I would have yeah. you off. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, I would definitely love to have love for Smoke to come on here. Uh, this I would love that. Smoke Norwood, if you ever listen to this shit, you are one beloved man on this podcast. Uh, when me and Kowalczyk would discuss you, it's like. We always talked about how you were a very tough, but very fair man. You know what I'm saying? And we'd follow you, brother. We'd follow you, you know, because, you know, stay alert. Stay alive. Stay alive. Stay alive. alive. And even though that one time we're getting ready to go to the fucking field and you were telling us about nozzle awareness on on our M16s, and then you just happen to tell us, you know, make sure we know where we're pointing it. You then grab the M16 and say, you understand? You understand? You understand? <laughs> <laughs> While pointing the motherfucking nozzle at us. <laughs> oh, smoke Norwood, man. You can't make that shit up, bro. <laughs> yeah, to know him is to love him. To love him is to know him. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But yeah, man. So, um, yeah, my question for y'all out there. Um, it, it ties into the desertion. Should we bring public executions back? I know, I know that we had this discussion a while ago, but I don't think I had enough listeners back then. Um, I'm a big proponent to bringing back the fucking um, hanging, um, especially like in a public square. Hell yeah. Quartering and drawing them like they did fucking uh, William Wallace, Braveheart. Let's do it. Especially if they're fucking child molesters and rapists. Yeah, they might. Put that shit on pay-per-view. Do it. I'll say I am down like Charlie Brown. What do y'all think? Let us know here on the gun line. Make sure y'all go and like King Virgo82 at TikTok.com. Is that how it works? Yeah. Really? That's how it works? Yeah, TikTok. They can they got TikTok and then just search King Virgo82. There you go. Search King Virgo82. Search the TGL podcast somehow. I don't know how the fuck it just look for it. It'll be on there somewhere. Um and then um I think that's all I got, bro. What about to your left? Yeah, good call out. <laughs> hey, you know what? We can't fucking say rounds complete until we show off one of the best, if not the best fucking handmade motherfucking rounds ever made. This is a 105 made out of fucking wood. All right. Not no motherfucking pressed particle board. Not no motherfucking plastic. Not no fucking uh, 3D printer. This is made by hand on one of those spinny thingies that homeboy goes with. And, um, dude, this is beautiful. And he fucking um, customs it. And uh, you can find this at redlegcustomwoodworks.com. Or just look up Red Leg Custom Woodworks on fucking Facebook, on the IGs. Bro, that man is on it like Charlie Brown. He has very, very good prices. For the work that he does and um he tries to keep it you know there because it's he does it out of love for the hob- of a hobby as well as love for the artillery you know in the military so and also before i go if you are in the southeast texas area all right y'all need to go visit my homeboy's motherfucking barbecue joint all right <laughs> this motherfucking place it's called i'll tell you in a second I'm an asshole. It's called Jimmy Nicks. All right. Jimmy Nicks is in Southeast Texas. And fucking, they got some great motherfucking. <laughs> I see somebody laughing here. I got to know why now. Jimmy mm. Nicks. 
But anyways, go check out Jimmy Nicks. Great motherfucking local business, veteran owned. Great fucking barbecue. All right. All right. No, I'm saying it, like I want to go check out the barbecue too, man. Like I don't know who's doing this. I see. I seen you laughing. What were you talking about? No, just the name, the last name, oh. Jimmy. Oh no, you know what's funny is you know it's called Jimmy Nicks. So I guess maybe like Ruth's Chris. I don't know. Yeah. But but I'm thinking. I thought you were talking about that one motherfucker that gave, they gave him like five dollars for a shout out for that fool named Nick. Yeah. No. Fuck that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they give you some like free biscuit for the shout out. <laughs> nah but uh my homeboy jimmy nicks uh nah he's my homie man he's um i've known him for a hot minute and um he hit me up on the side he wants to uh slap on like a sticker from on the gun line on his fucking um on his veteran owned fucking trailer so yeah man you know so that's why i want to give him some love too you know what i'm saying so hey if you got a fucking uh something you want me to fucking plug out here bro Hit me up. I'm all about veterans supporting veterans, bro. You know what I'm saying? It ain't like, bro, it ain't like I got a fucking thousand followers. You know what I mean? I ain't the Joe Rogan of the artillery. <laughs> Yet. Yet. I will get there, especially when I start saying controversial shit, right? Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, man, it's been um, it's been a pleasure as always. Um, my old lady's already bitching at me. Um, check out this fucking weekend shoot the shit, though. Honestly, it was a, a really good episode. Um, we had a, a good conversation. Um, I gave her my point of views as to why I don't agree with females in the military or not in the military. I'm sorry, in combat arms. And she gave me her views of why I was wrong. And at the end of the day, you know, my mind is not going to get changed. But let me just stress this out there. I need to stress this point because I don't think you guys are getting this. I might not agree with it, but I still respect it. All right. I still am proud seeing that there's female gunslingers out there. It's cool to see that, you know, I never said y'all couldn't do it. I just say y'all shouldn't do it. And I know that she used a big word on me, juxtaposition. I don't know what the fuck that means. I'm a 13 Bravo from the ghetto. So I know I could barely pronounce that shit. So anyways, check out that fucking podcast this weekend. It'll be um, out there. Okay. With that being said, rounds complete. Give me one second. Are, are we going on TikTok or what are you talking about? No, no I got a call. Oh, okay. Too easy. With that said, all right, Hunt, I appreciate you being on here, baby. You have yourself a good night. Rounds complete. Intermission. Gun line out. Bye, motherfuckers.